0: Next thing that I wanted to briefly touch on is I've been thinking about the desire, and this relates to Andrew Tate, the desire to be great. Who wants to be great in the kingdom of God? By raise hand. If you're not raising your hand, then what's wrong? (laughs) Let's talk. I want to be great in the kingdom of God. How do we do that? I have struggled with for myself. I look at, I see people out there who's like, man, that guy is really. He's really getting stuff done. That guy is really, he's, you know, he's putting out podcasts, and he's a pastor, and he's releasing music, and he's, he's doing all this stuff that I want to do so bad. He's really getting it done. He's really advancing the kingdom of God. It's interesting the, the pair that apathy and discontentment make. They go together at the same time. It doesn't really make sense. You would think you'd either be apathetic or discontent. You'd think if you're discontent, that's going to drive you to change. But my suspicion is that they actually go together. Because we're we're discontent with where God has me right now. I want to be somewhere else. But I'm also apathetic about this stuff because this isn't what I'm really passionate about. I want to be over here. So I'm both apathetic and discontent at the same time. What does Jesus call us to do? What does Jesus say? He says, he was faithful with a little. He will be given much. So instead of apathy and discontentment, we should have radically passionate contentment. We think of contentment as kind of this virtue where you just kind of sit there and you're like, I'm good, I'm content. That's not really Christian contentment. Christian contentment is joy in what Jesus has given me that doesn't take away from the fervency of my worship in in being faithful with what he has given me. If I'm truly content... As a husband and father, that means I am content to go home and wage war on the devil as a husband and father. If I'm content in my job, that means I'm content to go do what Jesus has assigned me and do it with excellence and do it with passion and do it in a way that makes the world sit back and say, wow, I guess Jesus does make a difference in people's lives, right? So contentment is not apathy. Contentment is the opposite of apathy. Discontentment leads to apathy. Because I'm discontent, I don't like this stuff, and so I don't really want to deal with it. I don't really care about it. I wish I was somewhere else. And God invites us to instead walk humbly with our God. Walking humbly with my God means that I am listening to him. I'm in a relationship with him. If you don't have that, then you need to seek that. You need to drill down to that in your own heart, because we need to be walking with Jesus on a personal level... That's what God requires of us. Do justice, love mercy, walk humbly with your God. If you're not walking humbly with your God, if you are not in a relationship with him where he is instructing you and teaching you in the way you should go, then you need to work for that and pray for that and cry out to God for that. I need to cry out to God for that because that's what we need. We need him to lead us. We don't need to figure out our life on our own. That's not our job. It's not our calling. And it's, it's a fool's errand. Because our our job, our goal, is to please Christ. So, this doesn't take away from dreaming big dreams for the kingdom. No, you dream big dreams for the kingdom and you lay them before God. And then you say, okay, Lord, this is the stuff I want to do. Now, what do you want me to do with that? You want me there? You want me here? You're the one that gives. You're faithful with a little, you will be given more. Not you're faithful with a little so you can go and take more. No, be faithful with what he's given you. He gives the talents He entrusts them to us and we're supposed to do what? Multiply them. In his power, in his strength, not in our own strength, but by faithfulness with what he gave us. And then he who is faithful with a little will be given much. Do you want to be great in the kingdom of God? I do. So, instead of having a brain that's everywhere else except where God has put us, because that's what being great in the kingdom of God would be, if I could do all this other stuff? No. Being great in the kingdom of God would be, what has Jesus given me? In the power of Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of me, because I serve the God who has overcome the world, I'm going to be the awesomest at this thing that Jesus gave me. And I'm going to keep being amazing at this, and working at it, and praying at it, and studying God's word to get better at it, until I'm the best husband and father that I can possibly be. And you know what? When the Lord sees you being faithful, what does Jesus say? Faithful a little you'll be given more. So greatness in the kingdom of God is not pursued in some Andrew Tate style way where you, you set your mind on being a, what do they call it? Um, the hustle. That's the, the phrase that is used nowadays. I, I'm a, I, 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 what, I, I forget how they use that verb. They use the verb somehow. Of Every day I'm hustling or whatever. You, you get up and you're just, you're making the money and you're doing all the things to be the top dog. From a Christian perspective, you want Christian hustle? That's not setting all of your goals and achieving all those goals through your own power and might. We do believe in discipline. We do believe in goals. In all labor, there's profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. The plans of the diligent lead surely to advantage. Yes, have plans, have discipline. But be walking humbly with your God. Let him set what those plans should be, what that discipline should be. And be faithful with what he gave you instead of wanting to be, if I could just be There. Now be faithful here and let him take you where he wants to take you. You'll get a lot further in the power of God than you will in the power of self. Jesus says what? Apart from me, you can do nothing. Abide in me and I in you. Yeah, amen. That's excellent. That's where I'm going to restate that for the audio. That amen. Perfect verse, Mr. Myers. Proverbs 3 Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. So again, this is not a rejection of discipline. It's not a rejection of of making godly plans. It is saying that our job is to walk humbly with the Lord, not determine what's going to make me a boss queen or a master hustler, but what is honoring to Christ, what he wants me to do, trusting him to direct my paths. And then, once he's directed my path, that's where you apply The hard work and the discipline and and the hustle, if you will, in yielding to the leadership of God, not in determining what's going to make you the top dog.